Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the Toast. Happy Wednesday. Hope everybody's having a great day thus far. I am. You are? My leg kind of hurts. Oh, how hard for you. Yeah, my leg really, really hurts. Turdy's going through a tough time, you guys. Yeah, just like turdy down. Turdy down. Turdy out. Yeah. And I'm actually not having a great day. Today's the day I'm leaving. I know. There's a somber energy that's come over the house. Dare I say a gray cloud. So mentally and physically. Strained. 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 Yeah. And I'm like racing home to get to my book club. It's like going to be so chaotic. I, but you finished your book. I finished my book. Yeah. I haven't read it in so long because I'm still 50% through A Court of Thorns and Roses. Akatar. Akatar, yeah, because I can't remember what it yeah. stands for. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish it because soon I have to start reading for the Redheads. And we're reading The Fourth Wing, which is similar to yeah. Akatar, but I think better because I haven't heard one Complaint. foul word about Fourth Wing. So I don't know what's going to happen between Akatar and I. Yikes. But I really just want to finish it just to finish it. Just to like, you know. Check it off the good read your Yeah, towards your count. Like I put 50%. In. in. No, you have to finish it. I but have to get 50% out. Get to work. I guess so. I just haven't picked up my Kindle since I gave birth. I hadn't picked up my Kindle all month, like until I had to read for book club. It just like wasn't a big reading month. Maybe I need to switch to a smaller Kindle right now. Maybe it's like the idea of holding Charles and uh, my big ass Kindle mm-hmm. scribe. Yeah. It, they're two heavy items. Yeah. No, it's definitely a Sophie's choice. It's very much not. Yeah. It's very much not. Who had a choice? Oh, Irina's choice. That's a good. That's when you have two what? good choices. Oh, Irina's shake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you have two good choices. Okay, so that's like kind of the opposite of a Deandra's choice. Yeah. Irina's choice. Like a... An embarrassment of, of riches. riches. Exactly. So I guess between a Kindle and a baby, I have an Irina's choice. Oh. And for me, between, you know, being here with you and Bruno and being home with Theo, that's also an Irina's choice. It is. If you look at the world through the lens of Irina, Irina laughs about so joy, laughs about pain. Speaking of Bruno, he's here today. Speaking of Bruno, he is here today. And he is providing his mommy with some very necessary body heat. Let's talk about what's going on in your studio. Like the icicles forming oh. on the edge of my nipples are real. It's one degree in this place. It's so cold. It's colder than it's ever been. And it's been cold all week. It's like, always cold because as we discussed, podcasting is a physical sport. A hundred percent. Not an Olympic sport, but it should be. So when people ask, like, Claudia, do you work out? Yeah. Yeah. I, I podcast, podcast daily. daily. 
Sometimes twice. twice. Sometimes thrice. Sometimes vlog. Sometimes vlog. Sometimes, yeah. Actually, this is a vlog too, technically. We, we vlog are, every day. We're so, like, we're on-camera correspondents. We're literally, like, famous. We're just famous, you know? We're I just, constantly on camera. We're famous. So is Bruce. So what I was going to say yeah. was that Bruce providing his mommy with some really necessary How nice for you. Heat. I mean, you're the one wearing a big old sweatshirt. Like, I'm over here freezing. Well, I could bestow upon you something that I know that you want. Where I, I looked before there was a blanket. I didn't see it. You guys, it's one degree. Give me that. Why have you been hiding it? I just didn't want to lean over. Oh. I'm having a cramp. Oh. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. We had such a gorgeous night last night. Like, it's really fun living in a house. Isn't it? Because, like, of course, you could do the same things that you do. In an apartment. In an apartment. Like, read, spend time with family, eat, watch TV. But in a house, we're like, should we read outside? You know, there's just like different places. Different nooks. To do your favorite activities. Mm -hmm. So last night we decided to eat ice cream Mm -hmm. and watch TV in Jackie's room. It was delightful. It was. It was really cozy and sweet. And Bruno was there, of course. Of course, and Charles. And Charles. Harry was already sleeping. That's why like it was like, what's the point? But we were watching Magnolia Table and it was thundering and lightning like crazy. Such a good vibe. It was such a good vibe. And I'm loving watching Magnolia Table. Like that's my content vibe right now, cooking shows. But as we've discovered over the last few days, there's really a gap in the market for cooking shows. They kind of all suck. Well, this is what we've been talking about for for decades. This is what we've been talking about for decades. Like this shift at the Food Network to competition shows, baking, bake-offs. Like they don't make just classic woman on camera in her kitchen type of shows anymore. Yeah. It's always got an edge. Of course, we could go back and watch the old episodes because they used to make a million of them. But now watching content from like 15 years ago, it's not premium. Yeah, let me tell you what's wrong with all of them. Barefoot Contessa, her camera's blurry. Like literally- From a million years ago. It's 20 years ago at this point. And And honestly- The recipes are like too fast paced. It's like, I want to relax. I want to watch you do the whole process. They're not fast paced in my opinion. They're not good. Like it's just not what I would want to eat. That's also a problem. Because Joanna Gaines mostly cooks for her kids. I find myself like every episode, there's something I would eat there, you know? Yeah. And then we watched Rachel Ray last night. And I hate to speak ill of Queen Rachel Ray because she's actually someone I deeply admire and respect. But her cooking show- is chaos. Like it's, and I understand why she, you know, she's under the gun. It's 30 minute meals. She's making a meal for her family. Weeknights. There's a gun to her head. And you know what? If she hasn't hit that 30 minutes. <clears throat> she's not hiding it well. Like she's panicked. <laughs> Everything is running, jumping, scraping. Like it's not relaxing to watch whatsoever. And Jackie warned me. She's like, you're not going to like Rachel Ray. She's a chaos machine. And I'm like, you don't know Rachel like I know her. Claudia, I'm having deja vu because literally years ago on the toast. We had this conversation? I had this conversation. I was telling you about how Rachel Ray is chaotic. And you were like, no, no, because you love her. And you like. I have like a weird. You speak so highly of her. I think I like have fond memories of like watching her. I think she had 30 minutes meal minute meals was always on at Grammy's house. Okay. Like and I just remember like laying in those big leather chairs. Like I feel a a nostalgia to Rachel and I do I'm not ashamed of that. Okay, but you just are constantly defending her wow. and it's funny cuz you literally sound like me verbatim if someone could go and find that clip or if you just watched it recently while we were on hiatus like I literally am talking about how Rachel Ray is chaotic. And her 30-minute meals Congrats. are nuts. No, it's just like we're simpatico. Congrats. 
We're simpatic. It's me saying you we're said it simp- first. Add it to the list. That's not what I was saying. Add it to the list. I certainly will, but that's not what I was saying. Well, it doesn't change the fact that Rachel Ray like is chaos. No, it doesn't. But that's just like you missed my whole point. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, she's <laughs> annoying today. Congratulations. She's annoying. This mama got up, nursed three times to sit with. I got up too. Like, I got up too. I'm not in my own home. I'm using like trash CVS makeup. Like, I'm I'm here too. What happened to your makeup that I got from Olivia's? I, my, you know what's, do you notice this in the, t- like the different temperatures here? Does your makeup like, in Florida, like feel different when you put it on than in New York? No. Like everything I have in my makeup kit, like my foundation's like chunky. Everything feels like it's like separating. It just feels like different climate like is affecting how the makeup sits in its tubes. Do you not think it's because it's old? Like it's six months to a year old? It's all my makeup is like old. Like I don't buy like everything new. Like I use things forever. Yeah. And it's not like that old. And it's especially like I keep buying new stuff. I just feel like when I put on makeup here, it's different. That's Interesting. I haven't had that experience. And I had like my New York makeup and my right. Florida makeup when I came back. I've been using both and I haven't noticed a difference. So I, on that, we're not simpatico. I just feel like it's like chunky. Is it possible like with the climate? But like your house is so cold. Like, yes, it's so cold. I'm surprised my makeup doesn't have like icicles on it. You can't blame the climate. No, in I here. can't. I just feel like, I don't know, something's a mess. I think maybe it's old, but it's not. Like, I, every time I'm here, I go buy new makeup. Like, from where? From everywhere, like whenever I went to, when I went to the mall, like I'm always like you know keeping my kit fresh. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry you're going through that. It's been tough, and Rachel Ray's been no help. But Joanna so has. That been. was the point. We landed like Joanna Gaines is really kind of the only cooking show worth watching. Like we've done the research. Yeah. It's, so you don't have to. We kind of need more new cooking shows. We need more women in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Get and that's what back I, into the kitchen. That's what I've been saying for years. Like women belong in the kitchen. Could you imagine marketing a cooking show by a man? Yeah, like Emerald Mario. It's not the vibe. What's his name? Mario Badali Badescu. No, he's canceled. Mario Badescu is makeup skincare. But he's canceled. And Mario Batali, yeah, he had some scandal at his restaurant. I thought on his show. No, I think it was like staff from his restaurant. Yeah, it was staff from his restaurant. But he was also on a show, like a morning show about food. Like taste the, chew. the day. The chew or something. And he was doing stuff. Damn. But I have no idea what that stuff is. I'm just saying. Because like, I haven't followed There have career. been men chefs. No, no, I'm, I, I can recognize but that. But we both, I know what we're both saying. The kitchen is a place for a woman. And I don't want to watch a man on TV in the kitchen. Yeah, I just think like if you have hairy knuckles, like you really shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't be kneading my dough. <laughs> no, like, you get your hands out of my food. Like get your hands out of my food with your hairy knuckles. I totally agree. So writing and cooking. Are for the girls. Leave it to the women. Yeah. And we'll see what else is for the women as we continue on to, with today's show. Yes, we shall. This has been a rough week for stories. Has it? I mean, I chose them like two days and I, maybe I, I actually just don't like choosing the stories. It's so a maybe, lot of pressure. Maybe that's it. Heavy is the head that chooses the stories. Yeah, but I feel like for me, I'm always concerned. Like I want our episodes to be long and like full of good tangents and stuff. So if I'm choosing the stories, that usually means you're not here. And if I'm choosing the stories, like. If you're choosing the stories. The other person like doesn't know, like 
the story is like a launch pad. Like we don't have to talk about the story. Like let's talk about ourselves. Right. So if they don't recognize that, like I'm just left with this crap story. Yeah. And you have to treat it like a real story. Right. But if it's like a gorgeous story, me and the co-host could talk about it endlessly. But I just like, I need people to like get the, with the program. Like the stories are just like a merely a launching pad for us to dive into other topics. Like, you know, whatever that may be. So that's why I personally hate choosing the story. It's like, if you choose a bad story, like we're going to find a way to talk about yeah, it whatever. Doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect the length. You know that it's not about the stories here. And it's never been about the stories here. Never. It's either the fast five. We're trying to get them over I with. can't get through them quick enough sometimes. <laughs> like yesterday, like dark times, really dark times. But I'm not concerned with the length so much. I get concerned with the length of the show just because of ad placement. Like it's right. a formula oh, in right. my brain. That is on your plate. Right. And so when both things are on my plate, oh, I'm panicked. It's a lot for one plate. That's why when I'm back at the studio in New York, I pre-record my ads. Yeah, that's fine. Just so I can place them and really just be in the moment with my co-hosts. Also, I'm heading Carpe back. Carpe DM. Carpe DM. Seize the motherfucking day. I'm heading back to New York today and I have literally nothing scheduled because I canceled everyone and everything for Thursday and Friday because I thought I would be here forever. So I've rescheduled everyone and we have a really good couple of weeks coming up. But Thursday, Friday this week, I'm not sure. Well, I'll do Friday. Okay. So Thursday. Taylor Strucker. What yeah. if I just called Taylor up? What if you just call Taylor up? And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Love that. So we've got a great show because it's Wednesday, which means it's Dear Toasters Day. Dear Toasters is our weekly advice segment. On Wednesdays, we help out the girlies. We tell them, get back in the kitchen, girl. What are you doing out here in the conference room? Life is just so much simpler if Literally. we stay in the kitchen. So, you know what? Like, I'm joking, but I'm dead serious. No, when I watch these cooking shows, it's like, why did we ever leave? Yeah, except- Like, the fact that Joanna, even though it's unrealistic at this point in her life that she's, like, making- gourmet dinners for her kids every, every single, single night. night appetizer entree dessert. and dessert like she's literally making taco night and a cake and a tres leches cake but like there was a time when like you know if the kids are <clears throat> off at school what am i doing this afternoon i'm making a three-course meal yeah but no instead i'm working i'm podcasting no and the thing is when i look at like a woman in the kitchen on tv it's like idyllic but like joanna Gaines, like is pro it's like the opposite of a woman in a kitchen. She runs like a billion dollar right, business. Like, right. yeah, here she is in the kitchen. Right. Makes you think. It's like no matter how far we come. We're always just going to be back in the kitchen. But it's a nice place to be. It is. It is. But watching her was making my back hurt mostly because my, my back, back hurts. hurts. But there is an expiration on how long I can stand in the kitchen. Of course. Same. And I didn't just give birth. Like, yeah. I can't. I'm really. I was just telling you, my legs hurt. Like, I can't be like that active. I look forward to the day when I'm not like on an, a clock of like when until my back breaks. Yeah, you know? yeah. You'll like get there. Like ten standing minutes, twenty standing. You'll get minutes. there. Yeah, it's just painful, and I want to get back in the kitchen. Of course, where I belong. Where you literally go. I know. Well, Joanna made this lasagna. Yeah, and you know she did it in a Dutch oven, so she didn't have to like. The torture of lasagna is like making your noodles, layering. She just threw it all in this pot. Well, that's the beauty of a lasagna. It really is a one pot dish. But it requires a lot of work before it's in one pot. Right. But I love a one pot dish. And a lasagna is a casserole, they say. Yeah, but not the way she made it because she made it in a Dutch oven. Instead of a casserole dish? Yeah. True, but could you make a casserole in a Dutch oven? Yum. But then it wouldn't be a casserole. Really? What makes a casserole dish? The dish. But what's what are the specs of a casserole dish? What would you say is your favorite dish? Um, a mug. 
<laughs> That's like one of my favorite moments to cite in pop culture history. And I wonder if Demetria Lovato truly knows. Like, was she in on the joke when she said that? Like this foreign. I can't imagine like someone who's so talented and singing wise could be like that funny. Yeah, but the thing is like, the person interviewing her, I think she was doing like foreign television. So maybe Demi was just like lost in like. I re- think she was lost in. Tra- There's no way. Cause it's literally so funny. Yeah. And she said like she was spitting facts like she loves a bug. Like it keeps your drinks hot. And she was not wrong for that. What's your favorite dish? Which kind of dish? Kitchenware? Kitchenware. And like, I guess dish like for eating. Wait, so. Which- As opposed to like for cooking. Because that feels like two different questions. My favorite dish, like, I don't know. I don't cook, but I guess the dish I make chili in, which is my Dutch oven. Oh, okay. And dish for like eating. Like a fork? What's your go-to uh, vessel? A fork? Like a bowl? You do oh. like a bowl. Oh, oh, I see your question. Mm, I don't know. It really a fork dip- isn't a dish. No, you know what it is? <laughs> yeah, it is. What do you mean? A fork? Is a dish. My brain hurts. And to, <laughs> to answer your question, my favorite dish is a paper plate. Like Factual. that's my favorite way to consume like a sandwich or something. Factual. That was one of the more like brain numbing conversations we've had. <laughs> I hope you guys actually made it through that to hear the rest of this episode. Because there's going to be a lot of smart things that happen in this episode and you won't want to miss them. This episode is, you know what it should be titled? Smartless. Because, like, we're being dumb. We're less we are smart. Being dumb. And maybe it'll, like, p- confuse people who are looking for the... By the way, we're naming today's episode Smartless. And maybe it'll get the attention of the Smartless guys. I'm like, we're over here. Uh, no, but I don't want to get their attention on this episode. Yeah, they're going to be like, wow, those two girls are morons. <laughs> and they complain they're not number one. <laughs> okay, but we are going to call today's episode Smartless. Like, just because I think wednesday's episodes always do really and well even for if us there wasn't another podcast called smartless like that should be the tale of this episode it's appropriate because we're being less, dumb <laughs> i was gonna say less smart equals dumb, dumb. <laughs> so glad we settled that should we dive in girlfriend yes without further ado to do to do about our favorite dishes it is time for the fast five stories that you maybe or maybe not need to know i'm gonna go with maybe not today <laughs> no i think you know they're not actually not bad because you today. never know what else you'll find out in between the stories. Also, like, if you made it through yesterday's stories, like, you'll be fine. Life is about reading between the stories. I love that. Could your finger be closer to my face? I mean, get a bigger <laughs> studio, bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go cross-eyed. <laughs> Am I that close? Do it to me. Oh, yeah. Like, I can see your whole nail. Okay. <laughs> More dumb shit. Wow. Today's episode really is dumb. <laughs> okay. Well, this is a dumbass episode. Maybe it's time for us to go back to the kitchen. Ooh. Maybe the working world. Maybe is our work us. here is done. <laughs> well, this dumbass episode. I keep reaching for my iPad. I have it. My phantom iPad. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Lulu Lemon. All right, Lulu Lemon. They've got everything you need. You can't see it because I'm wearing these pants because it's freezing in the studio today but i'm wearing, I'm wearing lululemon pants so am i i'm wearing the um 
a line flare pant. You can't see because I'm wearing the biggest blanket. So they have so much at Lululemon that's worth speaking about. But most importantly, I think they're fast and free leggings that are powered by Nulux fabric. They provide a weightless and body sensation and they have incredible coverage. They're designed for those looking for a legging that gives them a complete freedom from distractions while running or jogging. They also have the Wonder Train leggings designed for one of Lululemon's most innovative fabrics. It's called Everlux. It's their fastest drying fabric. So their Wonder Train leggings allow you to work hard and feel dry so you can feel effortlessly and transition from sweat to street. They're great for activities from spin or hit. Uh, the Align leggings, which I have been wearing for a really long time, are pow- powered by the Nulu fabric. They're designed for the person who wants a lightweight, low compression yoga solution that is also versatile enough for casual wear. Give you, they give you the, uh, they give the wearer, excuse me, a next to nothing body sensation. You have full freedom of movement. And it doesn't restrict or compress the wearer in any way. It's great for low intensity workouts like yoga or just casual wear. Because say with me, ladies, you don't need to work out to wear workout clothes. Um, Lululemon is your one-stop shop for everything. Whether you're super active, you're getting into the active life, or you just like to walk around in comfortable clothing that makes you feel and look good. So get into the Lululemon leggings at lululemon.com. The best leggings, hands down, always Lululemon. And that's lululemon.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by... By Poise? No. Sure. Fine. She's disrupting my flow. You don't even have your sheet. No, it's not brought to you by Poise. It's brought to you... (laughs) By the inky list, okay? To help you. Skincare can be confusing, and with all of the complicated beauty jargon, it can seem nearly impossible to figure out what is actually best for your skin. Now, you don't need to figure it out on your own. Shop with confidence with the inky list. The inky list is an award-winning science-backed skincare brand that has the right ingredients and an affordable price to get the results that you're looking for. Whether it's targeting acne, reducing fine lines, boosting hydration, the Inky List creates a unique skincare routine that really works so you can reach your skincare goals. If you don't know where to start, your first stop should be their online skincare quiz. They'll answer any of your questions so you can make a better decision about your skin. Like, do I really need a toner? And what actually is polyglutamic acid? Or is skipping moisturizer making my oily skin worse? You can get a whole new skin routine for under $30. And if you already know what you need, you can find products with ingredients that work like retinol, and vitamin C, and you can do so without breaking the bank. And the Inky List just launched a new product that will take your routine to the next level. With their new plumping lip balm, you can get up to 40% off plumper lips in just four weeks. No filter, no filler, just fuller. Check out the before and afters on their website if you don't believe us. And if you don't believe us, like you're disgusting. Right now, the Inky List is offering our listeners 20% off their purchase with promo code TOAST. Go to the InkyList.com. That's spelled I-N-K-E-Y list.com. Use promo code TOAST for 20% off your order. That's the Inky, I-N-K-E-Y list.com. Promo code TOAST to check it out. Get your skin care. Girl, your skin is looking musty and dusty and crusty. Go to the Inky list.com. Wow. I went there. Are you ready for like shame to convert some ads, you know? No. It's a new tactic. Let's see how it works. You know, we've graduated from jingles. Right. That... Went over amazingly. Yeah. Are you ready for the stories now? I guess. Joe Jonas's exes, Sophie Turner <clears throat> and Taylor Swift, step out for a girl's night amid diver- divorce and diverse. The diverse divorcing. Sophie Turner stepped out for a girl's night with Joe's ex and, you know, her friend Taylor Swift in New York City on Tuesday night. They grabbed dinner at Via Corroda. Turner, who split from Joe earlier this month after four years of marriage, showed off her stomach in a plunging halter top, matching pants, and sneakers. They both wore ponytails. 
Okay, so nobody cares about their ponytails. Everybody was like freaking. Um, I hate that like we're referring like Taylor Swift is like not Joe Jonas's ex. Like that's literally someone she did in a middle school. Yeah, it's at this point. It's a convenient- story. It's a coincidence yes. really because they are just friends. Right. And they're just like Hollywood starlets who are hanging out really having nothing to do. It might be that like they only know each other because at one point in t- or maybe they're as close as they are because at, w- at one point in time Taylor and Joe knew each other. But like they're really not exes. Like let's calm down. Or do you think that they actually would have been closer if it wasn't like they had this mutual. No. At the time, like, because even, like, they probably would have been friends, regardless of Joe, but when it's technically your man's ex, how close are you going to get? No, it's really not your man's ex. They dated when they were, like, literally 17. It doesn't count. But it counts for Taylor. Everything counts for Taylor. No, and I actually think, like, her being married to Taylor's, like, high school boyfriend is the reason they are so close, because, like, Taylor obviously has made amends with Joe. Now I send their babies presents. And she leaned on uh, Sophie during like the fearless era, fearless. She was like promoting yes. a bunch of Mr. Perfectly Fine. Yes. So I think like they're close because she's a Swifty, but they have this like connection and it's not weird because. No, it's not weird. And I don't think they spent dinner like trashing Joe. No, I actually don't even ex. think they spoke about it. Like I think she was just trying to get her girly like out on the town, you know, positive vibes, divorce party. I'm sure they spoke about it because it's like the biggest thing going on in Sophie's life. But Taylor wasn't coming from a place of, of experience. Like, like no, yeah. like he did the same thing to me. Right. No, like I bet she doesn't even We're remember. We're not the same. They don't, she doesn't even remember the time they spent together. Like seriously. But you know she does because she remembers everything. Yeah. Oh, I remember. She remembers. Well, this was fabulous. And it did make me a little annoyed because I was supposed to go home on Sunday and Taylor has been out and about. She was at Zero Bond via Corona. Like I could have been, I probably would have been laying in bed, but I could have been. Yeah. Maybe Zero Bond, probably not via Corona. No. I don't know you to go there. I don't really, but now I need to start. But this looks fun. It does. And it feels like a choice, you know? It is, it is. And the, um... Paparazzi photos of them leaving the restaurant are really cute, but then when you watch like the actual walking out of the restaurant take place on video, it's apocalyptic. There are five thousand people, like girls, just and there's not even like a barricade or anything. They're just standing outside the door of the restaurant, giving Taylor and Sophie like room to walk. Nobody like attacked them or anything. It was the weirdest thing to watch, like the actual video. Yeah, they usually are. It's like kind of awkward. Yeah, and they. And really, but the pictures wind up like being fabulous because, and I've noticed this, like they walk really slow. Taylor and Sophie were walking really slow, like hand in hand in unison. Cause like, this is a fabulous photo. This is a great press moment for both of them, especially when the press has been like really mean to Sophie recently. So they're walking like literal zombies, like so slow and intentional. Funny. Yeah, it is. Well, I hope they had fun. Me too. What do you like? What do you think they did afterwards? Like bake cookies and drink wine? Yeah, but. Then why'd they go out to dinner? Well, maybe for this picture. To be spotted and like, you know, they're both women in the in the media. Like they got to be seen. And what do you think about the outfits? Oh, let me say. Oh, I thought Taylor looked very cool. Like I would literally never wear this jacket, but like she looked fabulous. And it's giving, you know, Sophie's outfit is giving like the big pants trend we were talking about recently. It's not my favorite. I think it's actually terrible. I think Taylor looks amazing. What do you think? I think there's elements of each outfit that I appreciate, but as a whole, not my favorite. Okay. But there's elements. Taylor has never been, like, I love my queen would literally lay my life out on the line for her. She has never been, 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 she has never been like the best dressed celebrity at any moment in time. Yeah. She always does a good job. It's never life changing. It's never, 
you know, edgy or daring. It's just fine. I wonder why she doesn't go all the way. Right, like with the, like the best just, stylist. Yeah. Don't have to think about it. I don't know, but I also think like her outfits like actually really are a reflection of her personal style. And I just don't think her personal style is like that crazy or amazing. Yeah, because like- Which is fine, no, you know which what? Which is so fine. I actually, the more I think about it, I appreciate it. You can it. be the best at everything. No, and all of her creativity, like it's channeled into her, music. her songwriting. And I do wish like more celebrities would- Dress, dress themselves. Normal. No, and it's like everybody all the time. Like there's some celebrities who like just crush it in street style is like. And have like a natural their brand. ability to like but style themselves. Also, they also have stylists. Yeah, of course. But they also have a natural ability to just like carry the latest trends. Yeah. Not talking about them. But like it is fun to see what people would pick out their own outfits. To as. go to dinner with a friend. Right. Yeah. I agree. Like it doesn't have to be like the most at the airport all the time. Yeah. Like it's, it's setting unrealistic expectations for women who are supposed to be in the kitchen. Right. Do less. Put on your apron. Call it a day. Put on your apron and your oven mitts. Like that's <laughs> all you're going to need to wear today. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Kim Kardashian has been, quote, hanging out with Odell Beckham Jr. So page six is reporting that Kim and Odell have been spending some time, quality time together in recent weeks. An insider told page six that Kim... And the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver. Oh, I thought he was on the Giants. That was like a million years ago. Had been hanging out casually following his split from his girlfriend, Lola Wood. Mm. However, sources to both Kim and Odell tell Page Six the pair are friends and have been mostly hanging out in groups as they share a lot of mutual acquaintances. They insisted that Kim is not seriously dating anyone at the moment, but is open to finding love again if she meets the right person. However, right now her main focus is her kids and her business. Um, I do think that he's actually like probably a good match for her. He's like a really well-respected football player. And I feel like he's like a cool person too. Like a lot of celebrities like him and hang out with him. So he must be like a great guy. Um, I'm just kind of in like my, I don't care about Kim era. Mm. Do you feel like I actually yawned when you said this story? You chose it. I did. Oh my God, I did. Thank you. <laughs> because like I like people care, I guess. But I just maybe I maybe I chose it so I, I could, you know, get on my soapbox and be like, Kim's not doing it for me recently. Okay. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's still in that lull. Yeah. Of quietness. And also this to me feels really obvious. Like uh, maybe they are dating great. Maybe they're just friends. Great. Right. Don't care either way. Great. It's not like an inspired, different, like we could talk about it for hours. And like, like Kim's in a new era and trying like new things. Like and Pete Davidson. We spoke about it at length because it was so crazy. And I really expected that like the next person she dates would be like a private person. Yeah. Not a celebrity. So for her to be dating like a charming single celebrity. Who everybody loves. Right. Who's like, like a eligible bachelor. Yeah. It's obvious. Yeah. So, and then also the same sources who say they're dating are also saying they're not dating and they're just hanging out as friends. Okay, well, that also is a good launching pad for me to ask you, like, what do you think is going on truly with um, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Because there's been like a few updates, no confirmation of any sorts, but like it kind of feels like they're not dating and Travis is like excited to let people think that they are. Uh, that's exactly what it feels like. Also, did you see that Jason Kelsey like said they're dating? Kind and then of. said he doesn't know what goes on in Travis's, Travis's life. personal life, but he hopes he ends up with someone great, you know? Yeah. They're so not dating. I No, I think they're literally not dating, but she'll never come out and say that they're not dating. She just lets people say whatever they want about her. So he's like basking in the fame and the press. I really feel like these two people I've never met. Yeah, it was like when Harry Jowsey was dating Khloe Kardashian. Kardashian. Like he's going to milk it. Of course. Eat it up. 
these people. And I would expect team. that from like a reality star and influencer and podcaster. I wouldn't expect that from Travis Kelsey. But he, I, I had said at the end of last football season where it was like Kelsey this, Kelsey that, like Travis is a little thirsty. Yeah, he's he's silly. I, and he doesn't take himself seriously, which I appreciate. So he'll have fun with rumors like this. Yeah. I don't think he's really trying to convince people that he's dating Taylor, but it's like, oh, that's funny. Let me go with it. And then Taylor was wearing like a necklace. She was like going to record music and mm. the paparazzi got her and it was a necklace and it happened to be like his birthstone. Which is what? I don't know. Let Google me Google his birthstone. It's probably like diamond. Like it's right. That's what I'm saying. Ruby. Right. Like necklaces are made with different types of stones all the time. It's not a coincidence. No, but there are some like my birthstone. Nobody's just casually walking around with it. Yellow topaz. Oh, I agree. So he celebrates his birthday on October 5th. Making it. He's a Libra and opal. It's giving yellow topaz. It's a little niche. What's my birthstone? Ruby, I think. I think so, oh too. God, I was about to search Claudia Ashray birthstone. I'm sure it would come up. July birthstone is Ruby. Ooh, That's a look good at one. these Ruby items. Give me something. I like this ring. Even when she's working, she can't stop investing. Back to the kitchen. From Grown Brilliance. That's a nice ring. I'm sorry. My hundred dollar my hundred dollar gift. That is a nice ring. I don't love my birthstone. Like, I, what am I going to wear? Red jewelry? Like, just be glad it's not yellow topaz. Yeah, show me what. I don't even know what a yellow topaz looks like. <laughs> me neither. That's definitely one of the worst ones. Which one is diamond? Like, that's not fair. Margot, I think. No, Margot's emerald. Oh, that's nice. Which is a really nice one. Oh, it's yellow. It's just yellow. It's topaz and citrine. Can you? Diamond birthstone. No, Jackie, just pull up a Wait. list of all the birthstones. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah, instead of each one, we'll be here for 12 hours. But I just have to say, like, birthstones? Get a life. <laughs> random. No, I agree. Like, birthstones, people who like, I mean, that's literally us right now. I was going to be like, people who talk about birthstones, like get a life. No, but seriously, get a life. Like whoever noticed that Taylor Swift was wearing a topaz or whatever it was, opal. Like, yeah. why do you know that? Okay. January. Okay. Garnet. Ooh, that might be worse than yellow topaz. <laughs> Agreed. It's just red and it's not ruby. Right. February. Amethyst. Not bad. Fun to say. Amethyst. Amethyst. March, Aquamarine. That movie saved that birthstone. A hundred percent. April, Diamond. Fuck, that's Ben. May, Emerald. Now, let me ask you a question. Are these like horoscope dates or is it all of April? Month. Okay. Month, which is much more palatable for me. What did you say May was? Emerald. Emerald. I was beautiful. Right. Okay. June, Pearl, beautiful. That's nice. And Alexandrite. Why oh, they, they get, get two. two. I guess November has two also. We'll get to it. July, Ruby. Mm -hmm. August, Peridot. But it's pretty. It's like a lime green. I just feel like July should have gotten diamond. Like if our horoscope sign is going to be cancer. But I don't think the people who invented birthstones <coughs> and horoscopes were chatting. I just think somebody should have been, you know, thinking about the people born in July. Yeah. And they weren't. They weren't. September, Sapphire. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. October, Opal and Tourmaline, which is pink. Cute. Tourmaline, yeah. You know that? Yeah. How? I don't know. I never heard of it. I have. What do you, like, when I congratulate? Me, move on. Keep going. Congrats. November. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> November. Oh, my God. Our camera's not recording. Yes, it is. Gotcha. Gotcha. November. 
yellow topaz and citrine. Citrine sounds like something you cleaned your sink with. We have two yellow stones. Mm. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. That's my birthstone. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. And December, blue topaz and blue zircon. Not the zirconia. They have two blue stones. So it definitely feels like the distribution. Oh, excuse me. It definitely feels like the distribution of good birthstones like is not fair yeah but it's just like there's only a handful of great stones diamond emerald sapphire ruby pearl pearl aquamarine pearl now you like pearls right do i i feel like you do i feel like you've been wearing pearls recently i haven't i know what conversation we're talking about like you and i were but no you were like looking for a set of pearls no i bought a necklace that was made of pearl remember no i'm picking it up Next week. Remember, I made a big investment I told you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's actually not what I'm talking about. No, I it is. I thought you were looking for a set of pearls. No, I really To complete think... your, like, classy look. No, I think, like, a pearl necklace is, like, the weirdest thing. Like, oh, I... you're still on that. Yeah. Okay, so I won't add it to the list yet. Yeah, no, not yet. Are you ready for our next story? What number? Three. Tres leches? Tres leches cake. <laughs> yeah. Vanna White extends her Wheel of Fortune contract through the 2025-2026 season. Vanna White has extended her contract on Wheel of Fortune by two years as the show begins its farewell season with longtime host Pat Sajak. Vanna has inked a contract extension that keeps her revealing letters on the durable syndicated game show through 2025 to 2026. Pat announced earlier this year his plans to retire. Ryan Seacrest will be taking on I mean, his I forgot role. that it was Ryan Seacrest. And then there were a lot of questions about will Vanna usher Ryan into the new era? It should really be, have we said this, that it should be Julianne Huff and Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> no, we <laughs> it haven't. It should be like, she'll sashay her way across that thing yeah. to the letters and they can fall in love again. Yeah, it's like a will they, won't they. Right. And that's what it's really always been like for, you think Vanna and Pat ever fucked? For sure. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood, baby. Like, definitely. But this is interesting because there were a lot of questions like, and I think also people felt like Vanna, maybe Vanna should have Pat's job. Like, No, I think people were also feeling like Vanna, give it up. Ooh. Because also I had heard that like Pat Sajak's daughter was like a pageant queen who was like in the running for the next Vanna position. Well, she'll just have to wait till 2026. But Vanna said, hold my letters, bitch. I'm going back. But I also feel like Vanna drove a hard bargain because she brings a lot of the old time legitimacy to the show yep and if, if if everything is all new then it will be ruined like everything else that's all new yes but also like rip off the band-aid you know we're changing pat like just switch it up i i don't think so i feel like they do that all the time where they're like we want young and fresh yep. and everybody you're fired gen z yeah and it turns to shit so i think like that's this slow rollout and eventually Vanna can go, but I think her being there to show Ryan the ropes and let viewers know, like, the show's not changing too much. Because you have to think of the viewers of the show. And they're no, not Gen Z. No, they're not. They're not watching in between renegades. I <laughs> I feel like people look at Vanna away and they're like, that's such an easy job. I, you know, anyone could do it. And to be honest, I can't think of a job I'd like less. Like standing, standing in heels. heels. For hours. Like we see 30 minutes, but they shoot so many episodes back to back. We don't see them cutting. We don't see them resetting the lights. She has to be like perfect posture, perfect smile on her face. My God, like that actually sounds horrible. Yeah. What about when Vanna's having a hard day? What about what Vanna wants? What about what Vanna needs? 
Well, she definitely got a nice, hefty contract, and we'll see her through 2025 to 2026. She's like a really good level of celebrity in the sense that she has like household recognition. Like she's like she's everybody, a household name. Everybody knows her name. And like if I saw her at the grocery store, I probably wouldn't recognize her. And I certainly wouldn't ask for a picture if I did recognize her. Yeah, but you wouldn't. Would you ask for a picture with like Taylor if you saw her? Well, that's like. You, I can't answer that question. It's just like a simple yes or no. It's like, use someone else. Kim? Yeah, like I would ask him for a picture. Okay. Like I'm hell bent on becoming friends with Taylor Swift, which is why like I don't think I could really ask her for a picture. Okay. Also, Maggie Sajak, the daughter, will continue being a social media correspondent for the show. Oh, okay, so that's like a good, you know, you have to start somewhere. Yeah, and you have to work your way up. Yeah, you do. Just because you're Pat's daughter doesn't mean yeah but you know what you get to turn the letters nepotism is unless it's bring your daughter to work day is so hollywood is so rife with nepotism like it's even taking on wheel of fortune yeah for sure i mean she is the social media correspondent no and i just want to say like i'm here for it that's nepotism that doesn't bother me as long as she's good at the job yeah um speaking of job get to work oh so now i can speak yep okay well today's episode is brought to you by poise you guys because here at The Toast, we love Poise Ultra Thins. Becoming a mom has come with a lot of big changes, and especially with baby number two, I'm experiencing some of that all over again. You know, the joys of postpartum life, of everything from my water breaking to post-birth recovery to, you know, the sneeze here and there. Poise Ultra Thins gets me through. Something super common that we don't always talk about when it comes to the postpartum life is bladder leaks. One in two women over 20 experience bladder leaks and most young moms try to use period pads to solve the problem. But I bet you didn't know this, period pads aren't designed for pee and the absorption is different Mm. for period tings and pee tings. Interesting. And that's just something I know as a woman in STEM. <sighs> Thankfully, Poise Ultra Thins are specifically designed for bladder leaks and they keep you 10 times drier than the leading pad. The clean, dry, and fresh protection these pads provide is a lifesaver. And they're shaped to fit and flex with your body so you can stay comfortable and live without compromise. Poise Ultra Thins offer with and without wings so you can live worry-free. Claudia is an anti-wing person. I don't like wings. I like wings. And personally, I have enough on my plate as a mum. So I love the idea of taking one worry off the list. It takes poise. Learn more at poise.com. P-O-I-S-E. Today's episode is also brought to you by JS Health Vitamins. JS Health Vitamins is a science-focused vitamin and wellness brand that provides targeted formulas to help you meet your personal health goals. It was created using the highest quality ingredients and it is backed by research. It's made in Australia and it's created by expert nutritionist Jessica Seppel. JS Health Vitamins have a formula for all of your needs, whether that's skin, digestion, street, sleep, sleep stress hair growth and more aussies are globally renowned for their high supplement standards and it really shows with these vitamins so the detox and debloat is their tried and true global bestseller it's designed to reduce bloating and support natural detoxification processes and based on traditional use the vegan friendly friendly formula contains a unique blend of carefully selected ingredients including turmeric milk thistle and fennel at a research-backed supplement dose to support liver function and promote healthy digestion. This is the formula that can honestly give you comfort and confidence very quickly. Um, 
And the magnesium is another one of their products that's one of their best sellers. It's Advanced Magnesium from JS Health Vitamins. They contain three forms of bioavailable magnesium. It's carefully designed to support muscle relaxation, energy production, and nervous system function. All of their, this is just a brand that you can trust. They have really high standards. The ingredients are made really well and it's backed by science. So check out their website, get your vitamins like together, girlfriend. Go to jshealthvitamins.com slash toast. That's letter J, letter S, healthvitamins.com slash toast. And make sure to use code TOAST for 20% off your order um, of your first subscription order. So that's code TOAST for 20% off your order or first subscription order. Thank you, JS Health. We need to get a second iPad down here. Like this flipping and flopping isn't working for me. I like to share with my girl. Oh, you said she could share like Kayla. We, it makes us have to be more in sync, you know? It's true, like more connected. On the same page. Yeah. Our next story Bijou Phillips requests spousal support from Danny Masterson in prison as divorce docs indicate the exes had no prenup. So Bijou- They're divorcing. Bijou filed for divorce and she's asking for spousal support in her divorce from her husband, Danny Masterson, after he was recently sentenced to 30 years to life in prison in his rape retrial. The actress filed for divorce on Monday after nearly 12 years of marriage and requested to terminate the court's ability to grant support to Masterson, with whom she shares a nine-year-old daughter. She requested that she be granted full legal and physical custody of the daughter while Masterson be given visitation rights. She also asked that their assets be divided up by the court as separate property with no indication in the papers that the exes had a prenup in place. She cited irreconcilable differences as the reason for their split. Well, that's putting it mildly. I just wonder why you would like stick with your man during the trial Mm -hmm. if only just to get divorced. Well, maybe it's like, okay, you're spending the next 30 years to life in prison. Like there's no more marriage here. You know, know, what if I want to like move on with my life, get remarried? Like I'll still come and visit you. Who knows? I have no idea what's actually going on. But like if your man's going to be behind bars Well, yeah, then that's the question. Zach's behind bars for 30 years. And let's say like, Let's take the crime out of it. Because, of course, like, if somebody did something, if Zach did something abhorrent, like, you would leave him because of that. Right. But let's take the crime out of it. Like, Zach is going to prison for 30 years. 30 to life, I thought. Let's say 30. Okay, 30. So in 30 years. And, but also these people are older than us. Right, right. They're like 40. Right. So what are you doing? But I'm talking about at this current moment. I really couldn't say. I really couldn't say either. I I like to, I would like. Stand by your man. I would like to think like Ben would want me to move on, you know, like (laughs) just to make the decision easier for me. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I'd be like, listen, I will come visit you. I will like write to you. Bring you care packages. Fill up your commissary. Like I will be there for you. We could stay married. Yeah. But, like, a girl's got to eat. Like, yeah, no, no, like, you will never know, like, my, what, what I'm on. doing on the outside will never affect how I'm treating you on the inside. Yeah. We but need I to have, need like, to be able to have a life. Like, I need to go out on dates and, like, and maybe see And you can't go someone. on dates when, like, you're legally married to someone. Because that, that's, like, a lot of baggage for the person that you're dating. No, but, like, I would stay legally married. Oh. And be like, listen, this could work out. We, we can only be together for 30 years. That's what I, and what's bad? Yeah, that's longer than most marriages. Right. So I'm feeling like maybe it's to do with that. Like she's really, they're never going to be able to be married again. Right. Hence divorce. I just like, also, I, like, like, I don't understand. Like he was really, he was accused of such heinous crimes. Like to stand by your man like that, like is. She obviously like believed that he did not do such things. Right. So she thinks he's an innocent man in prison and she's going to divorce him. Like it's just not adding up. One plus one is equaling sock. Yeah. Also, what doesn't what confuses me is she's requesting full legal and physical custody of their daughter. What no, the daughter's gonna live in the prison? Like duh. 
duh, right? I'm so not a lawyer. No, but this seems... It just definitely seems like superfluous language. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Tough stuff. Do... Do you know Bijou Phillips? From I don't. Anything? I mean, I only know her now as like they both Danny have Man. fun names to say. I love saying Danny Masterson. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> say it like that, Danny Masterson. <laughs> it's kind of nice. <laughs> um, I didn't know her before. I know her now as like the Looney Tune who stood by Danny Masterson. Mm. But I, I don't know if she was like a star before. She might have been. Yeah, she's here on like a step and repeat in front of a Netflix like step and repeat. Let me see. I don't even know what she looks like really. Okay, is it just me or do they look like brother and sister? Like they literally they actually do. No, no, they look like brother and sister. No, they seriously do. Maybe Claudia. that's like kind of another element of what we Claudia, like what we can't understand. They look exactly alike, exactly except for hair and facial hair. But like if right. you swapped it, if you look past like his beard, they're twins. I wouldn't be surprised if they seriously were from the same womb. Claudia, the more you look, no, I know, the more it is. And, like, they say that people who are married start to, like, look alike. But, but only, only to, to people who know them. Right, right. You have to, like, know them for a long time and then you see no, them. And maybe it's just because they're smiling the exact same way in this photo. No, they have the same eyes. They're, they're related. They're literally twins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Bye. Next story. Yeah. Our fifth and final. Our fifth because and final. Because there's a new docu-series out on Apple TV Plus called The Supermodels. Okay. Have you heard about this? No. Following <clears throat> Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Linda Evangelista, and Christy Turlington, oh. and they reflect on how they came to dominate the fashion industry. So a lot of headlines coming out about some of the tidbits that oh, they're sharing. Oh, I saw sharing. one today. Cindy Crawford said something about Oprah. Yeah, she called out Oprah for treating her like chattel by demanding she show off her body on camera at age 20 to Ooh. prove that she was worthy of fame. Ooh. Um, but there's a lot of different headlines from the show that are coming forward about like, I mean, these girls like came of age very young, yeah. 90s. Crazy. So is it a reality show or like a documentary? Documentary. Got it. Where I think everyone's like sitting down and telling their story. I don't know what the, you know, thesis is of the show, but it's definitely fascinating. You know, actually, I like that idea. It kind of reminds me of that iconic E! show with Olivia Culpo. Mod and, Squad. And Mod Squad, yeah. And um, Bring it back. S- similar, but different. But different. Yeah. But bring it back. What are the other headlines that are coming out about it? I had seen the Oprah one. There was um, Linda Evangelista shared how she was like made to take pictures at the age of 16, like inappropriate photos and just some of the pressure that they face as young women in the industry. Evangelista, the one who coined the term won't get out of bed for less than $10,000. Yes. She's my queen. Because I relate to that. Like, I'm not getting out of bed unless I'm being paid. I'm sure she's addressing that comment. I do want to watch this series. I know. Look at Apple, like, making waves. They're, like, kind of the most irrelevant streamer, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, they're behind Discovery Plus. They're the only good, like, thank God, someone at Apple should seriously give their firstborn child to Jason Sudeikis. Like, that's the only reason people buy Apple TV. And then once they get it, they're like, oh, there are other shows that are, like, decent, shrinking. There's some other shit people like. But, like. They came for Ted Lasso and maybe they stayed. So, and then the Billie Eilish documentary, which was like the only other thing they ever did. And that was a few years ago. Um, so good for them for like actually doing something people give a shit about. I think that's really cool. And it's never too late. Yeah. Linda Evangelista recalled being pressured into taking nude photos when she was just 16 years old. As she almost, that's really disgusting. Which almost made her give up on modeling. Oh. These women, like, I feel like every fashion week, somebody, like, brings them out. They're kind of like a squad. I wonder if there's, like, beef between any of them. Maybe they'll talk about that in the documentary. Yeah, I'm sure back in the day there was. But now right. they're all, like, mature. Because Naomi Campbell has said, like, she was, like, the worst when she was younger. But imagine being, like, 
um, one of the most beautiful women in the world. For all of these people, like so successful, how do you not become a, a monster? A monster, yeah. No, I'm like one of the ugliest people in the world and I am a monster. So I totally get it. Me and Naomi Campbell are like definitely on the same page. Yeah, especially with everything they're going through, it just makes you put your walls up. Yeah, even though had they just, you know, all leaned on each other, it would have been easier, most likely. Yeah, but no, it's like you kind of go into survival mode. Yeah, that does sound good. That does sound good. Yeah. So those are the fast five stories and I feel good about them. I think you were kind of hard on them. You do? But I also can recognize like when you choose the stories, you're hardest on yourself. Like I feel that way all the time, you know, when I choose them. Yeah, I I just feel like there's a couple of days a year where it's so exciting, where it's like, I cannot wait to get into the fast five. Mm -hmm. And I just haven't had one of those days. Mm. Well, there was a story that we actually didn't, recount in the fast five big news that happened yesterday what that shannon got engaged oh my god i meant to bring it up at the beginning of the show thank you so much everyone knows our favorite girly here shannon ford host of the probably a podcast show on tnn um got engaged yesterday she called us we were like laying in bed watching joanna and she's like look what i'm wearing and she just uh put her finger up and like it took me a second to register i'm like what is she showing me like cool you got new jewelry like i was literally so confused and then I put two and two together and it's so exciting. <clears throat> Excuse me. So exciting. We're so happy for Shannon. So everybody go with Shannon, a big mazel tov from the toast community. What a good day. What a good day. And she's posting so much content. Like we need more. Premium. Even people are like shy about like their big like life moments. Like share. 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 She's sharing. I'm really so happy for them. They're such a cute couple. Yeah. And it's very appropriate because yesterday I was telling the story on the toast. <laughs> How Ben got into bed and was like, did you hear what happened to Shannon? I'm like, what? What happened to Shannon? He's like, the DUI. I'm like, are you talking about Shannon Bedore? He was like, yeah. He was like using Shannon. I thought he was talking about Shannon Ford. Now, last night I got into bed and I said, did you hear what happened to Shannon? He had said, he heard? No. I, I told him before the Oof. post went up. Sneak peek. Yeah. Exclusive. And he was really happy. We're all really happy for her. So Shannon, just kind of big things happening with all of our TNN hosts. Lauren Elizabeth gave birth. Mm-hmm. You gave birth. Mm-hmm. Shannon's engaged. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, skinny. That's something. That is. Making so, headline news every day oh about God. how she can show her arms now. Okay, so like I do, I do a Q&A on my Instagram. Like I try and do it like every couple of weeks, like keep up with peeps. And all the questions are about Ozempic. And I don't want to answer every single one about Ozempic, but like some of them are good questions. And yesterday, literally, page six like ran the uh, question somebody asked about like, how I'm showing my arms now. And I used to only wear like short sleeves or long sleeves. I would never show my arms before in like a tank top. And if I, had I known like it would be written up, maybe I would have like worded it differently, but it was just like a stupid Q and A. Like who's fucking reading these things? I have to be much more careful. Now you know how the celebs feel. No, it's just like fame is a price. <laughs> and it's worth every penny. Keep writing it up, girlfriends. Everybody want an exclusive interview? Let me know. Um, okay, should we dive into Dear Toasters, our weekly advice segment? We shall. So for those who don't know, Wednesdays, our dear toast, dear toasters day. That's hard to say. Say it five times. Dear toasters day. 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 Well, aren't you just so great? Dear toasters day, where we do our weekly advice segment. If you want to write into our uh, submission box, you can submit two ways. One, if you go to thetoastpodcast.com, there's just like a little box. It's totally anonymous. Just write in what's going on with you. Or you can email us if it's a little bit longer at deartoasters at gmail.com. We will keep your names out of our mouths. Don't worry. It's totally anonymous. And um, if you've written in and you felt like, you know, why haven't the girls read it? Maybe resubmit and make it a little tighter. If it's super long, like, 
sorry, I love you, but I'm not reading that. And two, um, maybe like evaluate, is your prompt dumb or boring? Maybe that's why we didn't read it. Maybe we just had so many great ones that week. Maybe. Um, so Dear Toasters is brought to you by Squarespace. So Squarespace.com is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place and all on your own terms. So whatever reason you might be looking for to start a website, whether you have a side hustle, you work in e-commerce, you want to start a blog, you're a photographer, you want to showcase your art, um... Squarespace is the place to do it because you will end up with a professional looking website that you did all by yourself. It's so easy. Their templates make it so easy to design a really professional looking website. And they have so many fabulous product features like an asset library. So if you want to upload, organize, and access all your content from one place, with the new asset library at Squarespace, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. You can also easily sell custom merch, create passive income streams that engage your audience and scale your brand. If you're creating an online store, you can sell your products with a Squarespace online store. And their flexible website templates are so easy to get started with. One of their professional website templates with with designs for every category and use case, you can customize your look, update your content, and add features to fit your unique needs. Also, if you want to start doing email campaigns, you can drive sales and engage your audience with Squarespace email campaigns, where you can easily collect email subscribers on your site and build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. So Squarespace has a great, gorgeous, stunning... uh, offer for you head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com slash toast to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or a domain so you get that free trial on squarespace.com and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com slash toast to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or a domain today's episode is also brought to you by honey love the best shapewear in my opinion you can't take my recommendations on everything i understand that i'm you know only one person I feel like shapewear, you can trust your girl. There's nothing worse than suffering with an uncomfortable bra, and thankfully Honey Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game. Upgrade from traditional bras that use uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminate the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft it feels like second skin. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. It's so next level comfortable you'll forget you're wearing it. And for a limited time, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with the exclusive link of honeylove.com slash toast. You'll be supporting our show. Check them out at honeylove.com forward slash toast. I didn't even know Honey Love made bras. I went there for their shapewear. I had, had like amazing underwear. And then I was like, let me, what if I just tried the bra? Because I'm in this like new era where I have like all new bras, all new underwear. So I went to Honey Love and their bras are fabulous because I cannot, like most of the time I'm not wearing a bra with underwire. I just can't. It really hurts like my under like rib area. Um, and the Honey Love bras are still so supportive, but they're not going to be digging into your sides. They're not going to be overflowing boob on the side. Um, like that feeling when you get home from a long day and you immediately want to take your bra off, you will never experience that again because their bras are so comfortable. You might even sleep in them, which I definitely do. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash toast. Use the exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash toast cinched, snatched and lifted. It's hot girl season. Thanks to honey love. All right, dear toasters, the girlies are in need today and I'm ready. It's a lot of moving in content, which I feel Mm. like is a is a good place to be, but can be challenging. Yeah. Hey, girlies. My boyfriend and I have been together for a little over a year now, and we are in talks of moving in together soon. Everything is great, except for one huge problem. Our animals do not get along whatsoever. I have a cat. 
He has two dogs. The one time we tried to get them together to meet, it ended horribly. His dog attacked my cat so bad to the point where I had to take an emergency vet trip at two in the morning. Needless to say, to say, the idea of them living together seems pretty far-fetched. Getting rid of either pets is pretty much out of the question as we both have had them for multiple years. I genuinely don't know what to do. The idea of obedience training has been brought up, but as an eight-year-old dog, I'm not sure it would go over well. Our relationship is truly amazing and we want to take the next step, but this is turning into a huge issue. Okay, I'm not a dog behavioral specialist, so I don't know what can be done, but I, I just, just think like you have to get rid of the cat. It's so simple. Cats are gross. Well, that's always an option to rehome one of these animals. She said it's actually really not an option. Like, to, would you like ever rehome Bruno? One, to you, if if it wasn't working out in my home, like really? I mean, I I would need to have a really, really good reason, but yeah. it's not out of the question. Well, yeah, you're just lucky that you have me. Yeah, but do you have a loved one? That, but that's the last resort. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. will be if nothing else works. But yeah. you said they met one time and it didn't go well. Now, I don't want to put your cat, continue to put your cat in harm's <laughs> way. But like maybe it takes some time. time and practice and them being around each other and maybe a dog behavioral specialist, which I am not one. So this is not based in anything. But like maybe it's like they spend five minutes together. Then the next day it's 10. Like maybe they have to, you know, you have to try work together. You definitely have to try a few different things before you make any big decisions. Because like you said, you only did it once and it ended poorly. So like, Maybe, Maybe they was, was the environment not calm? Like I know, you know, trainers have all of these different tactics. Right. I don't know exactly what they are, but I imagine that there are slow ways to bring them together. You definitely need to consult some sort of trainer. I don't think you can do this on your own. And you need to try. Like these are two really important, three, because he has two dogs, three really important animals in your life. Like you have to try, but you shouldn't stall your life, like your progress with your boyfriend moving in together and like being happy. You need to get to work. Yeah. Also, if those things don't work or don't exist, then think about rehoming the cat to a loved one where you can visit the cat all of the time. Yeah, the thing is, is like you got to make it work because if someone's going to go, it's going to be the cat because he has two dogs who get along together. So what are we going to rehome two dogs or one cat? Yeah. Cats are easier to <clears throat> pass off onto a loved Definitely. one. So, so that's, your cat's on the chopping block. So it's like up to you. I feel like Jackie from Dog Friendly Living might have some tips. She has a really great Instagram account if you oh. want to check it out, at Dog Friendly Living. Right. She might have, you know, solutions for this very problem. Like, do cats and dogs historically not get along? They fight like cats and dogs. Right. Yikes. Yikes. Your cat is on the chopping block, just letting you know. So, like, it's up to you. Because your man work. is sitting pretty being like, I'm not going to get rid of two dogs. No. So let's let her figure it out. And I think that there could be solutions. I'm not hopeless, but I'm also a realist. Yeah, like, it's not looking good. But I think there's ways. Yeah. Ways. Um, all right. Ready for our next one? Mm -hmm. I love this question because I literally, like I experienced this firsthand. Hi, Queens. Love the show. And I could use some advice. We have a friend in our friend group that always insists on taking pictures on her phone when we go out. She then severely edits the photos with Facetune and other apps before sharing them back to us. All of the fun memories we have captured in various pictures are now completely altered with skinny filters, glam makeup, etc. I'm all for her doing whatever she wants to make herself feel comfortable and confident on her personal social medias, but I don't want my social media and personal memories to be flawed and disingenuous. I've even had other friends outside of our group say that she looks absolutely nothing like the pictures and that it's misleading. I want to say something, but I also don't want to be an asshole. Please send help. What's your experience? Oh my God. I used to be friends with this girl who like literally would not take a singular photo on anyone's phone but hers. And like, she would literally like be so strict about whoever was taking the photo. Stand up, get on your knees, move to the left, move to the right. We'd take a million photos, group photos. And then like later that week, we would get the one approved photo that we could all post. It's like, girl, give me the photos. Like, I don't like this one. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's really annoying. Um, you have to stop taking pictures with that girl. That's the end of, or stop no. being friends with her. 
Start taking pictures on your own phone. Yeah. And if she doesn't want unfiltered pictures of herself out there, which she's entitled, yep. then she shouldn't be in the picture. Yeah. Period. Just start taking, like, what does she, she's the boss of you? Yeah. Take a picture on your phone. Take a picture on your phone and she gets out, like, she'll be out of the photos, be like, literally just call. It's like, it, these people who do this, they think they're so subtle. Like, no one will notice if I'm always using my phone and yeah. I send them this one I'm photo. I'm sure nobody's mm -hmm. ever called her out, we but next time there's a group photo, how many times has the person taking a group photo, whether it's a stranger or a person in the group, been given more than one phone? So a million times. I want your phone, and if she says something, be like, get out of the picture. Get out of the picture. You don't have to be in the picture. Quote, I want this on my phone. <clears throat> people say that all the time for their own reasons. And then she'll be like, I'll send it to you. No, I want this on my phone. Yeah. I want this on my phone. You need to be a little bit more aggressive. Like she's conquered your group successfully mm -hmm. because you've all laid down your arms. You laid, you rolled over and you're Where taking Where is the it. resistance? Put up a resistance. It really shouldn't be that hard, but just know that you can. And the solution, because I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. I don't no. want someone having pictures of themselves on the internet that, they that aren't they're aren't happy with. So she just needs to leave the Step photos. aside or maybe put her on the end where we can crop her. Yeah. Yeah. But you need to put up resistance. Yeah. Like, come on, toughen up. Yeah. I want this on my phone. Luckily for me, the situation remedied itself where like I just happened to stop being friends with that person. Like nothing happened. Was anything. that person an influencer? No. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm just saying influencers have their own reasons. Yeah, no. This is their business. And by the way, I was like new to like the influencer world. So I was like, well, I guess this is what we're doing. But then I was like, just like with my friends and I was like, I had no pictures. I'm like, this is fucking annoying. Yeah. Or you could, if you really like want to get crafty, you could get like a cool new camera and be like, we have to take this on the camera. Oh, now she's burdening, she has the expense yeah. on her back? Yeah, now, yeah, if you, now I have to spend money because this girl's a mental patient? If you won't go toe to toe with her. Right, no, you have to be brave. You have to be brave. I want to see you be brave. I want to see you. Mm. I just mm -hmm. want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see you be brave. Done. All right, third and final. Dear Trudy, Trudy, and Jax, want to start off by saying- Dude, Trudy. As a religious YouTube watcher, Dear Toasters is my favorite thing ever. As in she watches YouTube religiously or she's a religious woman? Mm, I'm going to go with a religious woman. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I love Dear Toasters. It is my favorite thing ever. It's what gets me through my hump days. I need your advice. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been dating for basically a year at this point and I haven't had a good night's sleep since. We don't live together, but he really likes sleeping together. So we go to bed together basically every night. I wouldn't mind, except he's- Maybe not religious. Oh yeah, definitely not religious. Um, I wouldn't mind, except he's the loudest, most disruptive sleeper I've ever experienced. He snores every night, and when he isn't snoring, he's a mouth breather, which is just as bad. He also wakes up in the middle of the night, will go on his phone with the brightness full on bright. I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I want to know how I can politely say I want to start sleeping apart more so that I can actually get some rest during the week. Also, I'm low-key worried that his mouth breathing, breathing is affecting his facial structure. Thanks for the help. Love ya. A sleepless toaster. Well, this is a question for Turdy because I don't sleep with a snoring man I and do. a mouth breather and a wheezer yeah. and everything else that Ben does. So I feel like there's a lot of things going on here. Like, yes, if you started sleeping apart, it would fix your problem. But like temporarily in the future, this is the person you're hopefully going to be sleeping with every night for the rest of your right. life. So I think that's just putting the ball down the field. And I don't think that actually is helpful. I agree. So, it's not about saying I want nights to myself. It's about fixing these things. Him being a disruptive sleeper on his phone. That's something you very clearly just say, like, listen, you're on your phone with full brightness in the middle of the night. It wakes me up. Either put your brightness down, go into the other room. That's non-negotiable. Like that's yeah. easy to fix. That's easy. You just say how you feel and you're right in how you're feeling. The snoring. Now I have been there. Ben is both a snorer and a mouth breather. And last night is a perfect example. He has a runny nose. Oh my God, he was so loud. Like, <laughs> like I wanted to kill him. Um, so here's what we do. For the snoring... 
Ben uses breathe right strips. They actually really work. Then he started to complain because he used them so much. He started to get like a little irritation on his nose. I'm like, you're fine. Put Aquaphor on it. Breathe right strips really work for the story. But also what really helps is, and I was not a believer in like white noise or like background noise. I was not a believer, but we have a humidifier that's so loud. It drowns everything out. Like the city noise. When we're here, we don't have our humidifier. Ben always puts on his white noise machine. It's not even white noise. Actually, I don't like white noise. It's the white noise app and it's the air conditioning one. Like I like a really loud air conditioner. Like I'm sleeping in a vent or something. You it, need a hatch, honestly. It drowns everything out. Like there are ways to either fix the snoring or fix your ability to hear it. Do both. Yeah. I like we now when we go to sleep, we have so many sound things on, like the big humidifier, Ben's thing. And honestly, I really like it. That's great. Yeah. I've been using my hatch, which I love. Mm-hmm. And I like to listen to the light rain. Yeah. They also have brown noise because sometimes white noise can be like a Chaotic. lot. Brown noise is really nice. So incorporate all of these things into your life. There are ways. This is not like a deal breaker. It's not the end of the world. You're not gonna have to sleep in separate beds. Like millions of women sleep with men who are loud and we're finding ways around it. Also, maybe if you get a noise machine, your boyfriend will sleep deeper and he won't wake up in the middle of the night and be on his phone. That too. And there are also things you can do in your everyday life, like snoring. You're not really supposed to snore. And Ben has lost a lot of weight. He's on his Zumbic too. And he snores significant. I would say 70% less. So- Take a shot and shoot up your boyfriend. No, don't shoot, give your boyfriend Ozempic. But I'm saying like certain lifestyle changes can help snoring. Yes. Like Ben used to exclusively sleep on his back and that's when you snore. Now he sleeps on his side, sometimes his stomach because he's just like smaller. Smaller. So there are things you could do. I think those are a lot of really helpful Mm. tools. Yeah, I feel like I helped the third girl the most. Yeah. Like the pet girl, we were basically like figured out. No. And the girl with the photos, we actually gave good advice to. Yeah. I think we helped everyone. Yeah. Um, I think we all got great advice. I think we're all really helpful. I think we're all pretty smartless. I think we're all smartless. So we're going to wrap this up. Tomorrow's episode, stay tuned. Who knows what's, what will be up tomorrow? Oh, actually, I think I said Taylor Strecker. I have to text her and see if she's available. And then Friday, Jackson and Claude back together, but remote version, which is fabulous. Video and audio. Remote studio. Remote studio, video and audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast of Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe to this video. Thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts. Every podcast we found. So it's about five tunes, public video, I read a cast box. All the places where we listen to podcasts, find out. So if I saw you about a beautiful setting and wickedly talented we are. Love ya. Bye.